0: the Make Life Fun Show. I'm your host, Josie Wheatman, and I am so excited that you're here. I have graduated the mom game. I have been in it now for almost a year. Can you believe it? Everett is walking. Wow, it's a whole new game. Through the last 25 episodes, I have learned so much and I have grown in my craft. I have grown as a mom. And the biggest thing I've learned is just love, love, love. Taking it in, giving it out, love and being in the present moment with my son and continuously just giving him my regulated self as often as I can. And that is what's changing the game in motherhood. That is what's breaking my generation of parenting. If you are new to listening, you are in for a treat. Welcome to the Make Life Fun Show. I have a treat for you guys today. We have Erica Bigelow on the show with us. Welcome Erica, thank you for being here.
1: Thank you so much for having me.
0: Yes, uh, please tell us about you and what is lighting you up? What is on your heart?
1: So I am currently working as a life coach, a certified life coach. And what my niche is, is helping people find that self-love and that self-worth that a lot of people are lacking and don't really know unfortunate just trying to really put as much love back into the world that we can to try and make it a more positive you know place my son has to grow up here so i'm trying to help navigate that as much as I can, and you know, try and get a golden path for him, so to say.
0: Every mom, right? We're like, how can we make it better for them? Yeah,
1: that's my journey.
0: Yes, please tell us about
1: you. I have my one son, he's going to be seven. He is the absolute apple of my eye. Mm. (laughs) Honestly, he's everything. He's the reason why I changed and wanted to be better and made me really do a lot of self-reflecting. To wanna be a positive person, to then give that to him as, as a mom, as a guider. Or somebody that's helping him, you know, set his foundation for his life.
0: Yeah. So how did you get on your journey to self-love and self-worth?
1: So I'm a very spiritual person and I've always had like an intuitive attitude Mm -hmm. or so to say, like I almost felt like I kind of knew things before I should know them. And I hate to say enlightened as if like, if I'm special or something, but I just always had like a gift of like, you know, just being always a little bit more mature than my crowd. And I was always trying to be like that person to be lifting people up. Let's be better, push the limits and figure out what we can do. So ever since little, I feel like I've always been like in a leader type of role with jobs career-wise, always. And I always knew I needed to help. I just didn't know how. And the more mature I got and got more in tune with who I was and started to really care for who I am, Mm. I started to realize, oh, this is my thing. Like I talk to people, they, you know, I have this energy where people feel comfortable enough to open up and give those secrets and those things. And I have that way of talking to people to make them feel better when they leave. So I was like, this is it, you know, put my feet out there.
0: Yeah. Yeah. It's your gift. That's a beautiful answer. It's your gift and you give it it freely. And that's so powerful. So a lot of women do suffer with that self-worth Like not valuing ourselves first. Like we think we have to give it to everybody else. And then we are left with the leftovers. And so that self-worth piece, I mean, I'm on my own journey to that self-worth even still today. And I think it honestly, it's a lifelong journey to finding Mm -hmm. that complete self-worth and the value that we have in yourself. But I do know that's the big game changer. I would love for you to speak on the topic of that self-worth and that self-love piece.
1: Yeah. So like you mentioned, and like everyone, all of my clients' first, not complaint or worry is that, is it selfish to try and take care of me? Like I have children, I have a husband, I have, you know, my coworkers, but I want to look out for me. I tell them, I kind of, unfortunately dummy it down and ask them about their cell phones. So if you leave your cell phone off of the charger all night, what is your percentage in the morning? usually like nine percent and then you want to use it for the day it just doesn't add up and we're essentially the same thing if you don't fill up your cup or give yourself that energy that you need to deliver what people need from you you're actually not you're doing them a disservice because you could have given them a hundred but you only have five to give so they're getting 2.5 of that and it's just like you're not doing what you're meant to do if you don't have the full capacity
0: Yeah, that's such a beautiful way to illustrate it with the cell phones because if you use your cell phone, because our phones are so like everybody's like, Oh, I get it. The cell phone, it's like, you know, they can
1: comprehend. But when you talk about self, they're like, Wait, what? I
0: need to do what for me? (laughs) So I, yes, I love the illustration. So women that are, like you said, sometimes we don't know as women, we don't know that we're suffering from self-love and self-worth. So we're looking outside of ourselves and we want to see, we go to everybody else saved for saving. And we're like, who has the answer? Who has the answer? And I believe that we all have the answer, but we don't always Mm -hmm. know to look for it there.
1: Yeah. (laughs) Yeah, so that's when I would come and get involved and there's a technique that I use it's called I call it the onion pillar. So there's layers there's layers to every human that is walking this earth, maybe good layers, maybe not be so good layers, but if we don't start bending back the layers to start making sense. Of everything that has happened prior to today, it won't make sense to why we're making the decisions or ending up in the same situations that we've been in multiple times with different people.
0: Yeah, I completely agree. So that self-worth piece, how you know that you have self, like it, let's say in a relationship, cause I mean, a lot of us are in relationships and in parenting relationships. So we're all in relationships. How can we start to realize even that first layer of onion, like how can we even start to look at that and think and start to work on that?
1: It's a hard thing because we have to start reflecting. So what needs to happen is we need to take ourselves out of who we are and try to look out as the person that you're delivering the information to. So, so to say your kids, if your kid were to say to you, oh, you're angry and mean all the time, the mom is going to sit or dad is going to sit and say, well, you're not paying attention or you're not doing your part instead of taking that second to be like, is my delivery a little harsh? Can I be a little more kinder And calmer with you and a little bit more compassionate. But the only way you can do that is if you feel that for yourself to understand what that feels and looks like so that you can now teach that to somebody else. Because if you don't know what it looks like to love or be compassionate or kind to yourself, you can't do that for others truly. And you cannot teach someone else how to do it to you.
0: Yeah, absolutely. That's so true. It's like putting on that oxygen mask. That's the end. I hated that one. And I feel like <laughs> everybody
1: says this to me. And I mean, I had the hardest time with it. And I, and you know, honestly, on the plane, hearing that made me think about other things and reflect on other things. Not just that, because I was so offended by that flight attendant. She was like, you know you. And I was like, no, my kid. And she's like, lady, if you're dead, then what? You know so that made me really it triggered my mind to be like your kid is the extension of you what kind of kid are you putting out there do you want a negative do you want to create another bully do you want to create somebody that is so hurt inside that they can't you know focus and get the grades they need to get focus on being a kid because they have all of this other toxic drama that's unnecessary and not fair yeah
0: Yep. 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 Because it's true. It is not fair for us to put all our emotional baggage onto that little person who doesn't even know how to handle it. The innocent
1: bystander (sighs) that has nothing to do with it. It's not their fault. Uh, So it's not, you can't, my motto is don't bleed on somebody that didn't cut you. So powerful. That's so powerful. That's so true.
0: You can't, you can't bleed on somebody else that doesn't hurt you, but you don't realize it in the time. You just that those triggers. So how would you speak to those triggers for women that come up that you don't even like, you can't even stop to be in the moment to be like, am I being harsh? Am I being compassionate? But you just automatically fire away. Mm -hmm. Like how can they begin to not be that fiery and take that moment of pause to be like that self-reflective?
1: So it it takes time. It takes time and the willingness to start to be aware Mm -hmm. of you because my triggers are different than your triggers. So I can tell you what triggers me, but that's not what's going to trigger you. So that's why that onion pill is so important because then we can start layering back to start pinpointing where these triggers are coming from. Yes, It's not the person that just flipped you off on the highway today. That's not what triggered you. Mm-hmm. There's something else that triggered you that that just brought it back up. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it was like, a, it just pushed that button for you. But until you figure out what those buttons are, you can't remove those buttons. Mm-hmm. And so you give other people the power to kind of, mimic your life and especially it happens with spouses that are in unhealthy relationships if especially because your spouse knows all of your deep darkest secrets and sometimes we open up and tell them everything and when they're not healthy or nice they're going to hurt you and they're going to use those very intimate times to push those buttons and hurt you and that is not okay
0: yeah so how can we work on our triggers once let's say we've discovered we get so frustrated when people cut us off in traffic or we get so Mm -hmm. frustrated when our kid won't go down for a nap (laughs)
1: Mm -hmm.
0: like i said we got to get
1: down to the to the nitty-gritty and so let's say for the mom that can't get the baby to sleep and wants to it probably has a lot to do with controlling the situation Mm -hmm. and by her not feeling in control is a trigger Mm -hmm. and then that sometimes comes from why do i need to be in control all of the time okay and then usually it stems from something that has happened in childhood the dynamic about the way they grew up and then we will do some work around that to get that healed because we can't change it what we can do is accept what it is and move past it
0: so doing inner child work is big
1: yeah huge unfortunately and that's why i feel like my position is so important Mm -hmm. is to change these generational curses Mm -hmm. because all people are doing is copying and pasting what they learned Mm -hmm. but that's clearly not working because we have a lot of hurt people that live in this world so people need to stop and be like okay what is my contribution am i doing good or bad and if i'm doing bad not paying attention or not being realizing what i'm doing that has to stop because then My kid is going to have kids and they're going to teach them the same thing I did, all the toxic traits, and it's just going to keep bleeding and bleeding and it's never going to stop
0: so it's a willingness to look at the unconscious look at the subconscious yeah. The, subconscious yeah the what is your back storage that, you bank. that is driving you forward and so it's being willing first to look at that yeah be mm-hmm. able to give yourself compassion and grace because it was copy to paste like you said to you and so yep. now it's like you have to take that responsibility for yourself and make a decision that you're going to you're going to work on it. You're going to find yeah. it and you're going to get support to do that because I think even coaches need coaches for that yeah. reason because we can't see what's on our face unless we look in the mirror or somebody else tells us.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. <laughs> so,
0: so everything you're saying is yeah, spot on. And so the self-worth piece, I think, comes down to a lot in our lives, like in yeah. that self-love piece, a lot. Every like you were we were talking everything. before we started recording, like everything starts to be affected. Everything. And so I know right now in times, like financially, the whole world is talking about how the finances, the finances, the how everything, the prices are rising, and people are getting really, really anxious around Mm -hmm. finances and Mm -hmm. being stuck financially and how it ties to that self love piece. I would love to talk on that because it's something that people can start working on today. That's the piece. I mean, they're not going to get the results instantly, but Mm -hmm. it's something you can start to do to get you to that place where you are taking care of yourself financially because you love yourself. Right? (laughs) Yeah. So for me, the finances have been here.
1: They're always going to be here. They're not going anywhere so to be so consumed and worried about what how you're going to get fed the next day i think that people need to realize that they're not living their purpose and that you're not in the right job because i'm not perfect i'm a human i have all of the same worries and things too but i don't get so caught up in the day-to-day rat race because i'm living my purpose so with that being said i know i will have a meal to eat i know i'm going to have a place to live I know all of that's going to come as long as I'm doing what the will for me is. So with that self-love and self-worth, it fi- you find yourself, you find your true meaning of who you are, then you find your purpose and you don't have to worry about when you're going to get paid next or what's going to happen because it just, the abundance comes. I know it sounds crazy and people are like, oh, okay. Yeah. But after they get in my program, then they're calling me and they're like, oh my God, it's happening. And I'm like, it's magic. It's Mm -hmm. actually magic. And I can't, you don't understand until you've gone through it and you see that it's happening. And then you're like, okay, this is real. This is not some hocus pocus. Oh, Zen life. You're going to be better. No, this is, it's real. Mm -hmm. The more you put out more positive,
0: you put out, that's what comes back Mm -hmm. automatic 10 times. And so what you're speaking to is that if you are walking in your purpose and you are, you are being guided by a force that's bigger than yourself, then you do not have to worry about the day to day, the finances, the groceries going up, all the things changing around us because you're Mm -hmm. solid and you're in your foundation and who you are and what you're doing and it's so true because if they say like if you look for a red car outside that's the image that just came. if somebody says don't see a red car like look outside but don't see any red cars you're gonna all you're gonna see all day long is red. Yeah. It's that yes. red car and so that's yeah. what came to mind when you said that because it's so true what we put our focus on is what we're going to see and so if we can find a way to put our focus on what we are wanting, what are we creating, the good that's happening for us, which is so hard. It's so hard when life is happening all around you. You have
1: to to surrender, but that's where the real peace of mind comes from, that it doesn't come from the nice cars or to know that you have this big fat check coming or that you live in this nice, fancy house, or you can go have a ribeye steak whenever you want. That's not where peace is. I don't care if you can buy steak every day of your life. I can almost guarantee if that's the way you're, where you're looking for peace, you're not going to find it. Peace of mind comes for where you can just enjoy life. You can just be, enjoy your kids, enjoy what's happening. I, this to me is work for me essentially, but I don't feel like I'm doing a job at all. I love it. And When I get off of my podcast or my clients, I feel like I just got a million dollar check, you know? So when you find your space and you're living it, everything's taken care of no questions asked like i said i'm a human do i have stress days are there times where i'm worried about money or finances absolutely but then i have to get back to myself and say hold on hold on have you ever went without no
0: so don't start questioning it now finding that evidence cuz your mind it tries to protect you right
1: <laughs>
0: well this- the mind
1: can do it can protect and it can harm depending on how you use that muscle. Mm-hmm. And that's a big thing. It's like for my first clients as soon as they get on, I do the welcome packet or whatever, but the first thing I give them homework for that first week is mindset shift. Mm-hmm. Take away all your negative thoughts as much as possible, right? Because yes. our mind has so much going on. But if you can start paying attention to just little like I give them a coffee example. Usually my people drink coffee and like if you drink coffee and the the coffee's hot. Okay, great. It is hot and your lips burned. But Let's be happy that we have the coffee to drink, mm. right? Because it could be worse where some people don't even have that option to have a hot coffee to burn their lips. So that's not something that we need to complain about. And let's take that out and fix it with letting your brain know that, it, yes, but I still have it.
0: Yes. So it's being acknowledging that it is happening, but finding a place of gratitude within the circumstance yeah yeah yeah
1: so and you can do that with anything yeah. covid people are like oh my god covid is the worst thing that happened for, for me yes did i want to go outside I'm a, I'm a restaurant type of person mm-hmm. i like to get out get some fresh air you know take my son out places i don't like to keep him cooped up so that was hard for us but what i did get from this is that i get to have clients now from all over the world, where I would have never had the opportunity to talk to or get my hands on. And who knows what my smile or my little talk did to them for that day that would have never gotten to
0: them. Yep. It became a virtual world where we're connecting with so many souls. And that was so, still is such a beautiful thing that yeah. came from it. And so Absolutely. if you're willing to look for it, it's there for you to see. And Erica, I would love to get a little bit of your backstory of like what do you do about yourself, about you as a person, as a mom, and even as you strip away the mom? (laughs) Mm -hmm. (laughs) Let's talk Erica a little bit. So I'm a life coach.
1: I do. That's my primary job. I do do CFO work for another company because they were not willing to let me go, but that's nor here nor there. (laughs) But anyways, yes, majority of my life is living my truth and being a great mom outside of that, just trying to be a better person. Mm -hmm. I am reflecting back on life. I was not a nice kid. I was not the nice kid in school. I wasn't very social, very mean and sad but not knowing why until i started to have to reflect and my home life wasn't perfect and there were things happening that now i get it and speaking to other people it makes sense and that's the way of like releasing that steam from that steam pot, but not knowing what I was doing, but essentially hurting other people, not intentionally, you know, just trying to get some of my steam off. But like you said, that ripple effect, anything goes out, it touches other people and then, you know, disrupts their day, which would disrupt someone else's day. And in my heart, I know, I knew I wasn't a bitch or me. I just didn't understand why that was the mask that I was wearing. Right. So once I had my son and had that whole transformation and started to put life into real perspective, I'm like, okay, some of the things and how I was before was not okay. And I don't want to teach that to him and let him do that because that's not cool. So again, I'm human. I'm not perfect. I'm not like mother Teresa or anything, but anytime he will say like, you're talking to me, mean," I will check myself in an instant in my head. Cause I don't want that disrespect to go away from me and him, you know, but I will check myself and be like, was that kind of harsh? You know, because they essentially are little people and that matters. So their opinion should matter. Not everything, but you know, some stuff they should be able to have their input and growing up in a black and white home, you're a kid, you're to be seen, not heard. You don't have anything to say. You're not contributing anything to the house, but that's not cool because then you don't allow people to be an individual. You don't let them sprout to be who they want. You're kind of molding them into this copy and paste life that is a disaster that is a disaster
0: and the fact that you're speaking to hurt people hurt people it is the basis of that self-love piece it comes right back to that because if you are hurting inside you were going to project that that is what you're going to see on the outside and you're you're doing it to feel better but it doesn't feel better no and so hurt people hurt people so heal people heal people it's the same thing yeah Yeah. And so, so that's why it's so important then for us to practice that self love piece. And it's a practice, right? Mm
1: -hmm. Yeah. It's it's a practice every day. It's not a destination to get to a, it's not like you have an exit at self love or Mm -hmm. an exit to self-worth. No, that it's a It's not a destination. It's a continuous Mm -hmm. because the older you get, there's going to be different self love things, different interests, you know, you it's you you evolve. So you need to be good with the change. And the way you're good with change is being fine with who you are today.
0: Oh, that's so powerful. That is, yeah, that hit the nail on the head. We're always going for that next best, right? We're always like, yeah. how can we get better? How can we get better? That we're not even enjoying the getting there. Who part. you are. Yeah. 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 I love it. I love it. And
1: sometimes I walk around like, am I not doing enough? Because like I said, I can have four or five clients in a day. And I'm like, I don't think I did enough. Plus the, the other job, you know, like I, I'm lazy. But that's because the world has trained us to think nine to five, you need to just keep running, 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 make that money, make that money to pay the bills, pay the bills. No, 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 You need to calm, be here, be present and sit there and really enjoy it. Like I enjoy my son. I'm starting to remember memories versus just being an autopilot and just skimming through it and being like, did that happen? When? Like, you know, how did I even get home from Los Angeles? Because you're in autopilot. You're not even enjoying those things that are not, you don't have, tomorrow could be taken away. And then what? Then people want to realize like, oh, I should have spent more time. I should have, that's too late. That's too late. And most of the time it's usually when people are on their deathbed or something like that. Tragic has happened when people are like, stop to take a moment. Like I did not do X, Y, and Z. I don't want to wait until that. I want to try and figure the things out now,
0: and that's the reason for this conversation. That's the reason for this show. Is there is a better way to live life. There is a better way. And it starts with you loving up on yourself, whatever that looks like for you. Right?
1: Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) It's weird, but you enjoy things differently. Like I go on a walk with my dog in the morning and at night and I hear the bird sing and before you hear it, but it's just background noise. But now I'm like, oh my
0: God, it's so pretty. Like, Mm
1: -hmm. you know, seeing the mountains with some snow on it is absolutely gorgeous, but you cannot enjoy those things if you are miserable or Mm -hmm. you're always in a funk or always feel like i'm stuck and i this is a trap you know you just can't and i think it's designed this way so that people are suppressed and don't feel their potential seats because then it's infinite it's like for me i walked into a mansion of doors and i have all these keys and each piece that i get better and better i'm opening the door and i'm like oh my god what
0: and then i'm like you can't get better than
1: this (laughs) It can't get better than this. Then you go and open another door and you're like, oh my God, what? So it's just like this continuous... It sounds like I am making things up or as if it's a dream, but it's reality. If you make it your reality,
0: 100%. And I say on this show all the time, like my Healy, the journey that I'm going on, it's like the most I've ever cried, which is my release letting go <laughs> yeah. the happiest I've ever been, which is just, yeah. it's not what we're taught. We're not taught that you got to like get it out. <laughs> Mm -hmm. cry it out scream it out get it out of your system you're not
1: supposed to show your emotions especially for men unfortunately Mm -hmm. they're like don't cry you're not supposed to feel you're not supposed if that were the case why
0: were they given emotions yep so we have to feel our feelings and we have to be like you're speaking to be in our body be where we are now and if it's sad if it's angry like give yourself that time that moment to feel it to be with it but also knowing that There's better Mm -hmm. out there in each door. Like when you were speaking that, I I had chills because it's so true. Each time you find a new, a new thought, a new thing that you can work on. It's like gold. It's like so much gold. Each trigger you find, each story you find, each new way of being you find opens you up to a better and bigger possibilities. And so I love that you're that image for it. Like you show people that it's possible. You tell them it's possible because it is. Yeah. Mm -hmm. It's like, I ask, what's the best thing that you can obtain
1: in the world? Love, love, love. That's it. And money can't buy that period. We're just touching the surface because we're clearly weren't taught how to love properly. So when we get, it's like deeper levels, like, I'm not sure if you're married or not, but if you are, you know, when you first meet your husband, you guys are boy- courting each other. So the feelings are there. You have the butterflies. You, you like him then a little bit more. You're like, oh, I'm starting to get feelings. You start to get lust, right? Then from lust, we're in love. Can you tell me that you love your husband more than you did the day you met him? Mm-hmm.
0: Absolutely. Our relationship is so better. And the yeah. more work I do on myself, the better our relationship is. 100%. Like I get With no reason flowers now. <laughs> so do the work as you should that's what you deserve as a queen do you
1: know what i mean yes. but the sad thing is is when you are born and you are put in a home and let's just say mom and dad are there if they're not if they are but you see toxic and they're yelling and they're screaming and you're a bitch, and you're this and that okay that's already like this is what that looks like so then you find that and you're, that's what's happening but then mm-hmm. your kids are now watching. Oh, that's normal, mm-hmm. daddy should be calling mommy bitches and worthless and you know, tearing her down because that sh- that's what love looks like. No, you wouldn't, you wouldn't do that to your children. You wouldn't do that to your children. I would hope not, yes. but unfortunately hurt people, moms, dads, sisters, aunts hurt people. Yeah. And so
0: Erica, this conversation has been so eye-opening. It's been so inspiring. And I love like the piece that you said that is going to stick with me now forever is like it gets better.
1: Yeah, it, gets better. it has to. It has to. You've only we've only touched the surface. Imagine when we start digging deep. Yes. Yeah. So awesome. I appreciate
0: you having me and thank you so much for your time. Yes. So please tell us where the listeners can support you. They can get in contact with you. Where are you? Oh okay places. so the
1: best place to find me with everything my coaching my podcast my instagram i do like daily little boosters and stuff is living and loving
0: and you can find everything there okay perfect that's so simple and easy thank and you so much yes yeah, so uh, i always have one last question after we go through the journey of the conversation i always like to give you the floor to speak what is on your heart after having that conversation if you feel called
1: to so i what is the best feeling or what is the best thing about life it's love so why not find it and live there where we're supposed to be
0: why not Thank you so much for listening to the Make Life Fun Show. I hope you enjoyed yourself and got a little, little gems, little pieces of gold that you are taking to heart that you are not just listening, but you're going to do something about it. I want you to be fired up. So yes. So we come once a week, come back, listen to us here. We are an all podcast places you listen. We are also on YouTube if you like to watch the show at Josie Wheatman, you can find us at Make Life Fun. And I am so stoked and also come follow me, come play with me on Instagram at Josie Wheatman. I am dancing, I am showing my sweet baby (laughs) and we're just having a ball, we're making life fun. And so come hang out with us and thank you again for listening. Please subscribe to the show, follow us, leave us a review because the more you love upon me, other people can find the show and love upon us. And we build this community that is one of love and goodness. Also, I am taking clients. I'm taking one-on-one coaching clients. Like I said, we're talking about Bloom. We have a membership coming up and all the beautiful things. So there is a few ways that you could connect with me on that. So we have my website, which is backrosecoaching.com. You can go on there as well as you can join the mail list. So right now I have a 21-day Raise Your Vibration Challenge going on. It's an email challenge completely offhand. You wake up every day and you get these tidbits of goodness that light you up. So why not? It's a 21 day high vibration challenge. It's tools, it's simple, it doesn't require much. Most of them, if you want a little taste, is placing your hand on your heart and telling yourself you love yourself today. So yes, so come hang out with me, jump into my world. I've got you.